the very first episode ever of our podcast slash show. This is basically just going to be the conversations we have with each other, but now we're going to be broadcasting it to thousands, hopefully millions of people. <laughs> yeah. We should introduce ourselves. I'm Kelsey. I'm a producer at BuzzFeed. I'm Kate, and I am a writer at BuzzFeed. And we've been friends for... Over a year, maybe. Yeah, a little okay. over a year, but we we talk about a lot of deep shit. Yeah, we do. There's no filters between us. Nope. Uh, so we figured, why not just broadcast this to the world? Mm-hmm. Use us to fuck up, and you guys can maybe learn something. There you go. Boom. Shock-a-lock. <laughs> guys, the first, the theme of this episode, yeah. because we are coming up on the fall, we are coming up on what is called cuffing season. Do you know what it is? It's where you start to like lock people down so that you mm-hmm. have a partner for the winter. Right. I have been... If you could buy a ticket to cuffing season, I have been like front of the line pass every single year and it's never worked. Mm. We're actually quite, we're doing quite the opposite of cuffing season. Yes. Which is the theme of today's show, which is November slash vocation. So what is a vocation? Okay. A vocation is. <laughs> Let me break it out for you <laughs> scientifically. A vocation is where you go to a different location where you don't owe anybody anything. You won't be there for a long time mm-hmm. and you get to just be the best version of yourself because you don't have to back anything up. Right. And that is where you just really let out your inner hope. what yeah just let it and there's no judgment you're going to this place to do this thing yeah so so i've been personally pretty obsessed with trying to find the perfect area to hocate and hocate because we have kate i got it i forget silences on podcasts don't work (laughs) (laughs) but i think so i was thinking about like different places because also it's interesting um different looks do better in different places Mm -hmm. right not necessarily across the board but there are like i don't necessarily i have a feeling that i don't do great in los angeles because it's so densely populated with beautiful traditionally like what you're told beauty is right and i know you get mad now this is an annoying thing i mean i'm sure people out there can relate where you have that one friend who never looks at like the beautiful things about herself and instead just likes to I don't know what to do. How do I how do I handle you when you do this to yourself? Find me someone who wants to take me down town town pound town. Wants to take my pants. Well, that's the bed. Wow, you're really going off the rails there. Sorry. Uh, No, but what you're saying is true. Like it it is different in every part of the world. I mean, in every city is a different version of how you can hocate. Yeah. And uh, later in the episode, our friend, our, our the third to our Slutsketeers, uh, <laughs> Frederica Ransom, also known as Freddie from Lady Life. Also known as Shreddy when she's on her board. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, she's going to be joining us, talking about, she doesn't know exactly what we're throwing her way. We just asked, like, hey, girl, will you come be the first guest on our podcast? And she was like, yeah, I guess. But we have been trying to, ho- we've been trying to plan a vocation, mm-hmm. the three of us, and we are having a hard time. It is true that there are just certain places where it's a little bit easier for other people than it is for other people. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like going to a gay bar when you're straight. It's like, you know yeah. you're not going to fuck there. Yeah. Me being bisexual, which is great, that I can pretty much fuck anywhere. Yes. Uh, me being a horrible prude means this is, this is hard for me. And I think that's why this podcast is going to be great, because... Yeah. I have had a lot of different experiences in the sexual world. I barely say sex. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to say. It's hard to say. Um, But the way that I came up with the theme for this episode was I had screenshotted our... Humble (laughs) brag. 
<laughs> the way I came the up way with I the invented this podcast episode. Uh, so I had screenshotted a text between the three of us, Kate, Freddie, and myself, that we talk on pretty much every day, mm-hmm. uh, and tweeted it. And I didn't realize that the name of the group chat was also very much public and I got a flood of tweets back saying why is your group text named Hocation yeah so I thought fuck it let's just break it down for everyone so that they can understand the essentials how to do it how not to do it in some cases and like I think it's you know we're going to talk about the different ways that you have to responsibly hoe I think that is it it is a thing that isn't necessarily fair and I don't Mm. necessarily think should be the Mm. Woman's responsibility, but it kind of just is. Things, yeah. A lot of things in the world aren't fair, so this is just one of those things. Takes two, sometimes three to tango. Everyone has to keep their oh my God. genitals safe. What? Yeah. I just thought about a threesome. I had a dream about, wait, I had a dream about a threesome last night and you were in it. Like you, As the sex, as the third? Yeah. It's, what? It's, 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 Sorry, okay. you just made me anxiety for saying that. In my dream, it was you, me, and this other guy, and... <laughs> So Wait, this is like the first that I've ever hearing Kate here's, here's talk sexually about me. This is incredible. Wow, what great content. Okay, so I had this dream, and we were in a bookstore. Nerd, I know. No, and it's we were, hot. And we were on this like, this like loft bed of a bookstore, and it was you, me, and this guy. I think, like, I don't know if we know the guy, but we, you were like, you come out to me very... faceless? Yeah, pretty much. And he was just like, he was like, had a good build to him, though. And you were... <laughs> You go up to me and you're like, Kate, he wants to have a threesome with us. We got to go do this. And I was like, okay. And so so I forced you into having a threesome. You were just like, do you want to do it? And I was like, I don't say no a lot. So even in my dream, I can't set boundaries. So it was just sort of like, yeah. And so I go up and you two get naked. Do I look good naked in your dream? But here's the thing. He goes, this is how little I know about sex things. (laughs) <laughs> that even in my dream, I couldn't, like, even in my wildest dreams, I couldn't figure out a threesome. Oh, my God. Because he goes, okay, you two, like, as if we were to sit next to each other, he goes, and you two bend over, and I'll just take turns going, boom, boom, <laughs> like, Fucking penis in both. one, and penis going in the other, just boom. I mean, that is. So, like, a thrust and a different, and a, That's definitely, like, oh, right, left, There's right. no wrong way to threesome. Well, when he said that, here's the next thing that happened. I just go, okay, cool. I have to run to the bathroom. <laughs> and I ran to the bathroom and I, I took so long going to the bathroom because then I ended up in like a supermarket. What? And then when I came back, you were pissed. You were like, well, we already had sex, but we had to just have sex at two God of us. damn it, Kate. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'll have sex now. And I you mean, guys were like, it's too late. This is just further proof that you need to hoe more because you are having wild, vivid fever sex dreams. About other people having sex and me going snack <laughs> shopping. I went to, mind you, I was stuck in a grocery store. Sounds like a dream come true. It sounds like my actual Friday night. You're like, come out with us. And I'm like, mm, so I just bought this new chocolate. That's the other thing that we should mention is that Freddie and I are like on a mission right now to yeah. hoe. Mm-hmm. And Kate just got a new cat who I'm sure she will constantly refer Pete to. Pete Peterman. His name is Pete fucking Peterman. Peter, Peter Peterman. Mm-hmm. And she uses it as a legitimate excuse as to why she can't come home with he us. He needs love and attention. Sure. I don't know if, like, maybe you don't know that he's, like, a cat and cats are okay to be alone at times. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's becoming a little bit of an excuse. Like, oh, I just want to stay home and watch Pete. Which is fine, but I think 
I want to give him the childhood I never had. I should say, step one of hocationing or Hovember. I know, is commitment to the hoe. Commitment to the hoe. And also, Hovember, what a great, what a great thing for the month of November. You and your friends could, can dedicate yourselves to hoeing. True. Hovember, you're right. I gotta, I gotta focus more on the, uh, I'm probably not, here's the other, I don't know if I'm gonna be good at hoeing. I get, like, really invested. Mm -hmm. I had, um... Should I just tell the story now? Let's do it. Okay. I had, so I did this dating show that none of you uh, watched. And <laughs> when I went to Portland, I ended up meeting someone on Tinder that didn't want to date on camera. And, but we kept talking and I was like, I could not believe the way he wooed me on Tinder. Like truly, I was, I've never been, oh, so boy. sorry, wooed. Yeah. Oh God. Wow, it's happening. I've never been wooed before. And I was being... And then what about him wooed you? Because honestly, to me, it just seemed like he had a good sense of humor, and that's what made you laugh. Oh my god, I was putty in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He had a good sense of humor, but he was like quick with stuff. And guys so often are sort of like, "What's up? Cool, cool, cool. I work in Marina Del Rey. What do you do?" And he was just like witty, and we were talking about stuff. And I just so really, he had a personality. And he, he had wasn't a personality, from LA. and he wasn't from LA. It was beautiful. And then, and then we like, we were talking for a while, whatever. Then we like texting like back and forth. You came back to LA. Yeah. So it was a long, but I, did, I didn't, I didn't meet up with him there. I didn't have time. Yeah. And then we were talking for a while and then it sort of faded out. And then the one day I was a little, I had a couple glasses of wine and as I was like, we do. as we do. And I was like, mm, I want attention. So I texted him and I was like, I feel like we're growing apart. I thought it was funny. Mm -hmm. Every time I tell it to someone, someone's like, mm, maybe a better line. But, yeah. Work. If you could see my face podcast listeners, it was like, mm -hmm. great line. Good. That was a good line. Anyway, he texts me back. I mean, yeah, you live in L.A. It's like, okay. I put the little, uh, the gif of Homer Simpson backing up into the, the bush. And then I said, I totally lied and was just like, um, I guess this is a bad time to tell you that I'm going to be in Portland. So you made up a, a false truth. <laughs> I lied. I stumbled lied. That you were going to go to Portland. But here's the thing. That you were going to it, Portland. It was, he, his response made what I said, it decided whether or not what I said was true or false. Okay, what did he respond with? He was like, oh, cool, when? And that's what and I was you're like, like, okay. we're in love. Yeah, I was like, oh, November, because November. November. And I was like, okay, it'll be in November, whatever. He was like, cool. So then we start talking, and then we start like, I don't think it was sexting. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was Straight the closest to sexting I've ever gotten. But it was really cool when he was talking, like, because I don't have a lot of sex, so I don't know a lot of things, and I kind of want someone to be, like, understanding of that so that I don't, like, freak out in the uh, in the moment. Uh -huh. Everything was cool. Long story short, I went right ahead and asked for a dick pic. Wow, bold. Because I thought it would be fun, and he sent it, and I didn't know it was That there. was the most bold thing I've ever heard you do. Yeah. You were like, I straight up asked for a dick pic. Yeah. You said you wanted to see it. Yeah. And he was like, wabam. And he sent it real quick. And then you sent back, this is my favorite part. I said, oh. She sent back. Oh, that's a good looking dick. Then you sent... Oh no! And first you also he goes, sent a hugging emoji. Yeah, <laughs> the emoji with the little hands out to hug. And like then, that's the. I'm sure he didn't feel great about that. I. But I also said, "Oh, that's a nice looking dick." Yeah. Anyway, long story short, he stopped talking to me, and now I don't think I'm going. Shortly to after, but what? what a couple the, days after. What did we learn from this whole lesson? Was that 
basically lie a little bit. You gotta lie. <laughs> a little bit. Lie, lie a little bit. Because if he would have been like, oh, here's my dick pic. Can't wait to see you. What are the dates you're coming? Where yeah. are you staying? What are the dates you're coming? Then I would have been like, oh, he's like super into you. And you could have been like, it's, I, I, I'd fly to Portland for the dick. You know yeah. what I mean? Otherwise, it's just not worth it. I was planning on flying there for the dick. And it just... He, like, it was a, it was a for sure thing I was going to go. So and we should say like, step two in Ho- Hovember vocation is that plans can get derailed, but that shouldn't stop you. So this is not a sponsored or paid podcast yet. Yes. But we would like it to be. We would like to have advertisers on this show. Yes, we would. So we thought, why not practice? Mm-hmm. And so we asked our other writer friend, Garrett, mm-hmm. to write a fake advertisement for us. Yeah, so that we could cold read it right now. Yeah, and so that we could just, this is how we would do it if someone was paying us. Mm-hmm. So let's throw it to the ad. <clears throat> Are you unable to tell the difference between a tomato and a ball of dirt? Do you find yourself drinking mid-tier gasoline when you thought you were sipping orange juice? Have you lost a bunch of teeth trying to bite into a giant fucking rock thinking it was a fresh bottle? Fuck, I fucked up. (laughs) Oh no, we're never going to get a sponsor. Have you lost a bunch of teeth trying to bite into a giant fucking rock thinking it was a fresh ball of mozzarella? Mozzarella, he just forgot the A. If you're like me, then you have absolutely no idea how to feed yourself. What is food? What does it uh, look like? What on earth is a grocery store? Well, our friends over at Brown Apron have the solution. For those of us utterly baffled by what a loaf of bread looks like or how to purchase a carrot, Brown Apron will ship 100% certified food straight to your door. That's right, no more of those embarrassing trips to the store, fumbling around like a newborn horse, desperately trying to figure out what items are food and which are wet floor signs sitting on the ground. Plus, each Brown Apron kit comes with simple recipes to follow to make the food taste better because... None of us know how to use a fucking internet and its access to all of man's son knowledge. This wow. is a terrible ad. <laughs> <laughs> it's also far too long. Way too long. Bottom line, check out Brown Apron. <laughs> uh, listeners of this podcast, use offer code she said she said and get 25% off the first time you make your mirror carrier haul a 30-pound box of mostly ice, but also some food right up to your door like you're some sort of fucking king. You're too dumb to know what a scallion is or how to find recipes on Recipe Machine. So use brown apron. So use brown apron. Guys, that was a terrible run through, but we don't have time to think about it because our mm. first guest, Freddie, is here. Freddie, come to the pod. You're going to sit in between us. Oh my goodness, how cozy. This yes. is live to tape, so we're rolling. There's no stopping. There's no stopping. You just have to, this is broken, yep. so we're just going to let you, oh, it sounded like you farted. You fart? you didn't. I didn't fart. Oh, I farted earlier. She did fart is this earlier. Okay? You did. I Earlier. Guys, Freddie, you're here. Hi. Oh my God. Tell us who you are because people know who you are if they listen I mean, to this. mean, who am I? Who aren't oh, you? What a loaded question. <laughs> you know? Get into it. Um, I am born and raised in Virginia. Oh my God. Like you're a producer of this game. <laughs> you're a freaking producer for Lady Light. I love to shop. Oh my God. You're one sixth I of Lady Light. Long walks on the beach. I'm a producer at BuzzFeed. Yeah, <laughs> you are our good friend, and we roped you into being the first guinea pig guest. You were, like, 100% down. Like, you didn't even ask me what it was about. Yeah. You weren't like, what do you want me to say? So, Freddie has no idea what this <laughs> podcast is about. Okay, yeah. this is the thing. If this podcast is anything like our group chat, <laughs> then, like, I'm ready. I'm and ready for and it. And literally, <laughs> what 
That's exactly what I said. Truly, that this yeah. is how I came to I came to think <laughs> of this episode. Chelsea does not miss an opportunity to say that she came up with this. Yes, uh, <laughs> that I came up with the theme for this week, yeah. which is Hocation November. Mm-hmm. So, what better person to bring in than the the, the third, third of our group? What do you say, yeah. Sluskateers? Yeah, the third of our Sluskateers. <laughs> uh, beautiful Fred and. So we were just going over the story. You are very versed in the story that Kate was just finishing up about the dick pic. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were your What are your thoughts on dick pics? You know, I haven't really received a myriad of dick pics in my in my time. You're pretty private too. I feel like you don't put your shit out there. I don't. But I also haven't really received dick pics. I think, honestly, the people that I've been involved with in any kind of way that's like sexual or romantic or intimate. They've never. They've just come over. Ooh. No just, need for that. No, let's let's cut to the chase. What if you were like talking to someone and they, you were into them. Uh huh. You identify as straight. Yes. So, so what if a guy texted you and was like, just out of nowhere, sent a dick pic? Um, just out of nowhere. Yeah. So like, he didn't ask. No. <laughs> Not really down for that. I like how you laughed, but it's true. Like, we were talking about this. We went to an event the other night where it was a thing in Los Angeles where it was the history of dick pics and how unwanted and unsolicited they are. But I think a great fix to all of this is if men would just ask Ask. if we wanted it. I also think that it should be, like, kind of cool if we ask for one. Yeah. Sure. You should, because, like, why not? In this age where dating is all online, everything's online, flirting's online, sexting's a thing. Like, why not? I really feel like I should go into some sort of, like, I should start, like, bargaining with people or something. (laughs) Like, maybe go try to, like, buy some cards or something, because... He asked me first mm-hmm. for a nude, and I started laughing, and I was like, barking <laughs> up the wrong tree. He asked you for a nude? He asked me for a nude. I and think I forgot this part of the story. I got a dick pic out of it and sent him a picture of my actual cat. <laughs> wow. Savage. I didn't, that was I didn't, savage. I told him I wasn't going to send him. I was like, I'm not comfortable doing yeah. that. Like, I don't want to Yeah, do you it. know your boundaries. And I was like, wait, but if I asked, if I wanted one, would you have sent it? And he was like... I mean, if you wanted it, but I'm not going to impose. Mm, and that's right. when I said I want to see it. See, that's that's a nice, exchange. healthy exchange. Yeah. Yeah. I think, Let's mind you, he unfollowed me on Instagram for no reason. We did not get to that part of the story <laughs> yet, but like we ha- we have, it is a case we have not yet cracked. It's a mystery that shall Too remain unsolved. Off. But Fred, what we were talking about, like what a November vocation would look like. We go out with like intention to mm-hmm. hoe, right? Mm-hmm. But like it, it doesn't happen so often no, that like it's we insane. just go out. So then, yeah. if it actually does happen, I'm almost sometimes like, wait, oh, do shit. I really want to do this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the other thing too is like we. The second point we brought up was that like hoeing can absolutely get derailed. Like there have been times where we have been like, we're putting our best fucking fuck me pumps on. We're dressing up. <laughs> Guys always say like, oh, girls just need to show up and prove that they oh, want that it. Oh, that is so not true. I've no. showed up to literally anything I do outside of the house with the hope that <laughs> the someone hope, will be hope. like. Can I? Can we do this right now? Yeah, and it never happens. Yeah, you have to put and some I'm sort of effort in. And we 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 struggle. Like, what is it? Are we not approachable? Are we too intimidating? I think there's a language. I think mm-hmm. I would be doing yeah. too much if I was just like, hey, you want to? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it feels like if you're not used, if that's not something that you do, mm-hmm. it feels like you're doing too much. But people, that's people's norm. That's mm-hmm. like a lot of people's norm of yeah. just like just saying how it is and, like, moving forward and, like... Mm -hmm. I will say, like, I grew up pretty sexually liberal. Mm -hmm. I, like, my parents both worked 
seven days a week. I grew up with a nanny, so not a lot of supervision. I was able to, like, hang out with a crew. I grew up in Florida, for fuck's sake. So, like, I got it all out of the way pretty early. Like, my first serious relationship was also my first threesome with my best friend. And, like, oh. that to me became normal. Like, that was that a missionary was like, yeah, for me. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, So, I relative. feel like even though I grew up very sexually open, I... It is the hardest thing for me to do to approach someone in a bar or, like, just go up to them. And that is so wild to me because this is Kelsey Dara, people. <laughs> this is Kelsey Dara. Means. You're I'm just, like, not up. shy. You're, like, you are, like, you are, like, gung-ho in everything you do. I am, but it's something about, like, when you see someone in a bar and you're, like, I'm into them. It's every insecurity ever coming out. Mm. Like, what if I go up to talk to them and they're, like, get the fuck out of my face you're ugly or Even like they're like not interested because there are plenty of people who are like attractive that you're just sort of like i understand that you're attractive but it's just you're not my type mm. and i'm not necessarily attracted to you and that could happen when you go up and approach someone and they're mm -hmm. sort of like i'm not really into it but you sort of take their or maybe you don't i do if they're like not into it then i'm like oh it's because of all of these reasons that i'm already mm -hmm. insecure about yeah they saw them was like absolutely not no, yeah. no way. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of a time when we've all been out together that, like... I've never approached someone. I think we usually Listen. get approached, right? Well, I did slide in a, a DM. Oh, oh let's yeah. talk about sliding into let's DMs. So, so, I slid into... So, I found a guy on Bumble. Uh -huh. We matched. Uh -huh. But he didn't answer me in 24 hours. Annoying. So, I he had his Instagram in his bio. Mm -hmm. I slid into his DMs. And it was literally that. What did you say? I said... What did I say? Oh, I said... I kind of just like what you best. did. I, I said like, it. this is me sliding into your DMs, hi. And then he was like, he was like laughing about it. He was like, yeah, like, what's up? Like, what do you do? And then I was like, um, and then I mentioned something about like hanging. I don't know if I even said anything about hanging out, but I think I was, I think I said like, I think he may have been like, how'd you find me? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, we matched on Bumble. Oh. And he was like, oh, see, yeah, I'm not really interested. I'm flattered though. Then and I was why just like, are you talking? Was it because you have, like, followers? Or, like, that's where it gets tricky because it's, like, you know the intention up front. It, you literally the, said I'm sliding in The actual in sliding, that means that yeah. I have a, a, a mission here. Another, so. I love one time I was trying to slide into a guy's DMs, and I asked the group chat, the Hocation group chat, guys, what's something I should say to slide into someone's DMs? <laughs> and Freddie goes... Going to Whole Foods, you want anything? And me and oh, Freddie live from, from Aziz Ansari's yeah. show. But, but we live, she... <laughs> Freddie and I live like a couple blocks away from each other. And I thought she was asking if I wanted anything to eat. <laughs> so then she was like, ooh, pasta. And I was like, no, that's A, no, that's not what I meant. But B, I did have to break it to her that yeah. that was not an original joke. That Wait. it was from Masters Night. And she didn't know that. No, I didn't. Used... No, I, okay. what did I say? Oh, I said the way that I slid into this guy's DMs who I'm currently having sex with, so it's, like, still working. I slid in and said, how would someone, let's, hypothetically, let's say I want to slide into someone's DMs. How would I do it? Asking for a friend. Mm. And then he sent something, he sent, like, a clapping emoji back or something, and then mm -hmm. I sent mm -hmm. him a literal slide emoji. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. tested it out on Kate. Oh, I was no, like, you sent the slide gift. Yeah, the gift, gift, you're right. Yeah, the little Pretty kid. Idea. Yeah, and yeah. I, I sent it to Kate to be like, is do you understand what this means? Yeah. So that's the other thing about hoeing. That was a is great, like, that was a great entry, yeah, entryway. Test it on your friends. Like, <laughs> I don't know, I run this shit, I run every goddamn sexual detail by these two motherfuckers. <laughs> you do. Here's something, though. Okay, so it sort of ties in 
into that a little bit. It's a little bit more serious than what we've been talking about, mm-hmm. but it's along the hoe lines. So, uh, for the people listening that don't know, recently Harvey Wein- mm. Weinstein. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, yeah, it came out that he was like years, like, years and years of, of like harassment. harassing all of these women Rape and whatnot. And, and, and like, it's so interesting because sometimes it's like portrayed like rape is very, or like, you know, sexual harassment is very like outward. Like, I am harassing yeah. mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. But the way he did it, if you hear the, the audio too, it's he's just like, he says, like, don't ruin your friendship with yeah. me for five minutes. It's mm-hmm. only five minutes. Mm-hmm. And like you get to this place where you're now in danger or mm-hmm. whatever, and he did he did like super lure people in, mm-hmm. be like, oh, the meeting was changed to our hotel room or whatever. But that's something that like when it comes to hoeing, this mm-hmm. is like a, a genuine fear that I have, which is like going to a place and then you don't really get the opportunity to reserve your right to change your mind. Mm. So like mm. you're afraid if, of getting stuck in a situation. Yeah, I just don't want to put my or being in like. The idea of, like, going home with someone and not knowing, like, who else is in their apartment. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. do they have, like, a bunch of other, like, roommates? How do I get home from here? Does and my I, phone have enough juice? And yeah. I know that a lot of times, like, I don't want to, you know, lump a whole group of, of like, every man into mm-hmm. this group of, you know, like, predatory men. But it is also interesting that it, so many men are, like, shocked by this. And, like, sometimes people just don't know. And it's I just... Not saying that a woman shouldn't go and explore, mm-hmm. but for me, I personally don't always feel like the worst thing possible will happen. Mm-hmm. I know that's not always the case. I mean, even when you were like, when we were all at that um, that guy's house that you were talking to, mm-hmm. Fred and I, like, there were all those other guys mm-hmm. there. So we were at this party, yeah. and it was me, Fred, and Kelsey, and just like a bunch of other guys. Yeah. None of who were like talking to us or really seemed all that. They interested. were just like boring. <laughs> white guys. They were yeah. yeah. all wearing like the same outfit. Yeah, they yeah. all were wearing they the, all same exactly the same too. Yeah. But everyone was drinking and we didn't really know them so Fred and I are like, well, we're not going to leave Kelsey mm, here yeah. she was like hooking up with the guy and we weren't going to yeah. leave her there. That's a good, like, yeah, yeah. that's a good, that's a good like also at, to add to the ho, November hocation list is like, you do have to save ho. You have to ho yeah. safely and you have to like watch out for your friends because that's what I loved even though they both were like, we have zero interest in anyone here. Like, <laughs> We will stay until morning if yeah. you wanted us to. And I was like, oh, my God, no, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. But there is something about that security, knowing that, like, if I did need to bail, you guys were there for me. And I didn't have to – it wasn't my responsibility, you yeah. know? Like, there is something to a buffer to having friends out that's like, oh, someone so needs to go home or, like, she's staying yeah. at my place or I have to drop her off or, like, whatever it is. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. And also, like, safety hoeing being that, like, sometimes your friends will – Make sure you're not too, like, fucked up to do something you don't want to do. Or, like, friends can be there to give you, like, a condom or a dental dam or whatever it is. Like, (laughs) speaking of hoeing safely. Do you need a spare dental dam? Yeah. Yeah, like, you got to hoe safely. Yeah, like, you do. I do think that there are still so many people that it's sort of like, oh, you identify as a hoe, that means that there's no respect involved. So, like, you could feel when someone isn't respecting you and you could be like, oh, okay, I don't think that this is necessarily a place of a safe place that I want to really mm-hmm. go to and I would love mm-hmm. for that to change but that's sort of weird too it's sort of like yeah I would like for things to change but this is just sort of how things are right, right now we have to play by the rules of the game that's happening right it's, now it's hard to be like 
confident but also have your guard up yeah. like because then you come off as like a bitch or whatever yeah, or like yeah. if you're too vulnerable then you're like emotional and so it's like how do you find a balance and I don't think it's about you changing who you are or how you hoe it's about finding <laughs> someone that knows how to hoe with you. it's just yeah. so fun. like I know this is all that they do. it's just so funny to be like to talk about hoeing so seriously. So serious. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, but I like, just find someone who yeah. speaks yeah. your same hoe language. Exactly. <laughs> it's so interesting because I feel like there are a lot of different definitions of hoeing. Mm -hmm. Like for me, it may not even necessarily be like actively going up no. to dudes and saying like, oh, let's go home. Yeah. It's just being open to the idea that mm -hmm. if I do, not to feel bad about it. Yes. Yeah. You know what taking I mean? Taking away the shame. It's like, it's taking away, like, waking up the next day and feeling like, oh my gosh, like, especially, like, I'm not sure how you guys grew up, but, like, especially, like, body count is such mm. a thing, mm. like, especially for women. Can and you it's explain like, body count? It's yeah, 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 I know, yeah. Body, <laughs> with so, pussy. yeah. <laughs> Literally, it's like, it's basically just how many people you've had sex with. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's what you say. Like, it's like, oh, like, if someone's talking about, like, a oh, hoe, it's like, oh, her numbers are high. Or, like, mm -hmm. her body count is so high. Like, I would never fuck her. Like, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. So it's like, I always that's grew so up. Weird. Yeah. And it's like, how do, how do they know? Who knows? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's like, it's always been such a scary thing. It's like, oh, it's gotta, like keep, it, gotta keep it low. Like, yeah. if I pass this amount of, like, if I pass this number, then, like, I'm a terrible person. You know what I mean? That no that, one will yeah. no one will want me if I pass this wow. number. I was, was going to ask how that makes yeah. you feel as someone who, like, grew up so steadily watching her body count. And then now, like, do you feel like you have more power over it? Does it feel like it still has power over you? Does it feel liberating? Does it feel scary? How does it feel oh for gosh. someone who, like, maybe... Because I'm definitely not... In, I, I can't identify with that, obviously, but I can identify with like religion right mm -hmm. like people my I grew up very Baptist and then being like if you sleep with people before you're married you're going to hell or whatever yeah, but like oh, yeah. to me it was really liberating and empowering to, to be able to decide like oh numbers don't fucking matter mm -hmm. in fact I keep a list on my phone of every <laughs> single person I've ever had sex with and I look at it sometimes and I feel like really good about myself <laughs> this is like a recent thing like not maybe like within the last few months mm -hmm. that I really feel like wow like I first of all I don't really keep count like I kind of that's how bad it was that I think that's how stressed I was mm -hmm. about body count I would just try to forget yeah oh. you and know what I mean terrible, yeah I would just be like yeah exactly so I would just be like like I would never keep a list I would just kind of be like mm, I don't know maybe around this Did like I would count just if you yeah exactly yeah. exactly so it's like I'm just like taking that back mm -hmm. and like sort of in a space where it's just like I like will be 30 in a couple years like I just want to like live my best life yeah. and not feel bad about it <sighs> whatever really. that means to me you yeah. know Hell yeah. I feel like when I, do, I remember being in college and like there was this uh kid that I ended up like hooking up with and I always thought he was so cute like so freaking cute this is a whole other story we don't have to get into it it's the guy the gold bond situation I'll tell that on the next podcast um, <laughs> Long story short, the good part of that night, <laughs> part where I didn't burn his dick, is right. Let's go <laughs> That's the story, guys. Is, That's all you missed. Is um, he? I was so self conscious, like so self conscious, because I feel like I grew up in a. Uh, I was super Catholic, and it was also like women are supposed to look this way, mm -hmm. like thin, like super thin. And so I always just couldn't stand like my boobs and my hips, and I just. Like Ooh, really girl. Stand. I know, mm. I know. And then, and so I was like really self-conscious. So I kept pulling like the covers up over me mm. 
And I feel like the way I say it is going to sound corny, but he was just like, stop doing that. You're beautiful. That's and not I corny. Like, that's awesome. That's, well, I was like, I know. But then he was like, he didn't ask to have sex. That was another thing. He was like not asking to mm-hmm. have sex. And I just kept saying like, we're not having sex. We're not having sex. And he and finally, he was like, I'm, I'm not asking. If you yeah. want to, great. But I'm not like, I'm yeah. no pressure. Yeah. But I was still like. I had to say that because it really didn't feel like my body was my own and mm-hmm. like I wasn't allowed to like Do this thing or whatever. It. And I felt so guilty for having a body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was just, it was, I had too much of it. Mm-hmm. And that's why like no one should be near it because it was bad. Like it was mm-hmm. bad and what we were doing was wrong and all yeah. of this sort of stuff. And I just, so I like wouldn't let him near it. So that's like another thing that's like pretty hard to. Get past. Because it would have been, that would have been a good time to do it. Well, let's add that to the list. Like the (laughs) the fifth thing about your wanting to do it. Like, you know, you know, there's no, nothing, there's no good feelings that come out of like forcing yourself to do something you're not ready for. Mm -hmm. And like hoeing doesn't mean fucking. Hoeing just means going out and owning what could happen, what you want to do, having complete control exactly. over the situation. That's exactly how I define it. Like I don't mm -hmm. even, it's, it's not, there's really no like actual definition Mm -hmm. it's really just what everyone who wants to participate or doesn't makes of it you Mm -hmm. know it's just like just like do you girl and on that note we know (laughs) you have to get back to work so fred where can people follow you follow me on instagram um my instagram handle is at ransom note which is a dope that's her real last name my last name is ransom with an e on the end of it underscore note you can follow (laughs) me on twitter same thing i keep it all the same. <laughs> All right, Fred, thanks so much Thank for joining you, us. We'll right, see, you in, like, see you in like 10 minutes. See you in 10 minutes and also yeah. see y'all in the group chat. Thank you for having me. Thanks, thanks for being for... our first guest. Thanks, Bye. 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 Oh my gosh, that was flawless. That was fun. Guys, that was, we, fun. That was our Freddy's first script. podcast. I mean, yeah. I think we did great. It was fucking bad. I'm Kelsey Darrow. You can follow me I'm... at Kelsey Darrow on all the things. I'm Kate Peterman, and you can follow me at Kate Peterman on Instagram. By the way, this is happening every week. Oh, yeah. Tune in next Thursday. For She Says. So.